Anything's possible when you choose to get visible. So speak up, be seen, be heard and be remembered. And for me, words are a really important part of that. Hello and welcome back to In Our Own Words. Today I'm joined by author, voice actor, entrepreneur, podcaster and woman of many, many talents, Anna. Hello, Anna. Hi there, Alice. Thank you so much for having me on today. You're absolutely welcome. Um, so how, how are you today? How have you been getting on with? I'm good. I um, It's been a crazy week because last week I released my first book and it hit number one in 12 categories across Amazon. And, and it's also been my birthday. So Amazing. it's been a crazy, crazy week. <laughs> That's a crazy week. That's insane. <laughs> and congratulations on the book launch as well to go to Thank number you. one. That's incredible. That's so good. Um, so I normally start by asking you to introduce yourself. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you do, who you are? So my name's Anna Parker Naples and I help people to stand out from the crowd in the field that they are in. So that might be entrepreneurs or creatives or perhaps coaches or people who just want are in an industry and they think, actually, I know I could just nail it. I know I could be doing more. I know I could be giving more to my community. And how do I make myself a business in many ways? How do I make myself a personal brand? Um, and um, a lot of that comes down to confidence. A lot of that comes down to the decision to get visible and how you then turn that once you've got that confidence to get out there and let people know about who you are from a mindset perspective what are the strategies that you then follow to do it Uh, and the reason that I do that is um, 10 years ago I was told that I would never walk again and I kind of had this crazy crazy journey of recovery that was mostly to do with mindset and NLP and actually led me on this this journey then to not only recovering but becoming a voice actor which is one of the things I think we'll be talking about today. That's an incredible journey so how how did that kind of shape where you were at now then with the book and all that? So, so I became as part of realizing through mindset work and neuro-linguistic programming NLP which is something I talk about in my my new bestseller Get <laughs> Visible um, I, I, I reached a real low and I realized that actually through changing my language my thoughts my actions I could I could do anything and one of the things that I'd felt very limited in and that I was sort of hiding away from was the fact that I wanted to be a very successful actor and I'd been on that kind of path until I had children right. and then I found myself in this situation where um, I couldn't walk and I had three children and I had this big belief wow. I couldn't be an actor and I couldn't earn money as well as being a good mother And as I recovered and saw that I changed how I felt about my body and my recovery, I actually started then to think, actually, what if I could be successful, be a good mum, be at home for the children every day and be an actor? Mm. And the way that that shaped for me was first of all doing voiceovers then becoming a voice actor uh with a studio that i'm in right now which um was our used to be our airing cupboard that we converted to fit (laughs) the wheelchair and and then i went on to narrate lots and lots of bestsellers um especially in the us that's amazing and so yeah and then i literally so in terms of what i do now i literally had a moment on the red carpets in hollywood three years ago where i just went (laughs) Why? I mean, I'm a mama who I stay at home and I'm in live in Bedfordshire, and I'm here <laughs> the seventh time in Holly. Yeah, you're laughing. That's how I felt. About it too. <laughs> That's insane. But though. Like, how did that come I about? Felt- how were you on the red carpet? What What was that? Because Tell that story. My, because of my narration work. Okay. So, um, particularly for quite often with audiobooks, uh, 
the US publishers will choose a different narrator to the UK publishers. Okay. And I would get some quite big books and they loved, I, I just managed to carve this niche as the go-to young, my voice often, I did a lot of um, pre, you know, pre-adult books, young adult books, right. that's the term, young adult books. And I became kind of the British go-to because I, I met the right people out there. And uh, yeah, and so I was up for seven awards in Hollywood over the space of two and a half years. And I just was like, this is this is insane. And I want other people to know how to stand out from the crowd, how they can overcome that kind of those kind of mindset demons. Yeah. And that's what my book's about, that kind of journey from nothing to then choosing what I do. So now instead of saying other people's words into a microphone, mm. I you know have a really successful podcast. It's all what I think and how I believe and marketing things that I know about. And also then I've just narrated my own book as well. So that's amazing. It's quite a journey. <laughs> that's such a journey to go from being told you're not able to walk again to the red carpet in Hollywood. That's that's absolutely incredible. So in your book, are you exploring kind of those kind of themes and how people can get there? Or is it more about sort of your experience or a bit of both? So it's it's both. I think as human beings, we all learn through story. That's yeah. how we that's For how sure. we up level. So I, I knew that I wanted to create a almost a how-to book in terms of putting yourself out there and standing out from the crowd. Um, but but in order to really teach that and drive those messages home that I needed to share my story. So it kind of starts with, you know, the depths of the depths of depression yeah. to the red carpets of Hollywood and then what I do now. Um, but giving people real strategic knowledge on how you up level, how, you know, as an author, I guess we've got a lot of authors listening as mm. a writer, how do you position yourself so that people want to read your stuff people want to come to you to work with you or or you'll get invited to to the right events and the right conferences yeah. to speak at so that's what I help people to do that's amazing so obviously you want people to to read your book <laughs> and to go and listen to your to podcast but if you yes. could give one tip to our listeners about how to do that what would it be start by believing that you can yeah. choose the language that it that supports you we are as human beings, we get in these thought habits, we get in loops of programming, where we say over and over and over things that aren't really supporting us. So for example, oh, I'm always useless at writing. Just take that as an example. Yeah. Um, oh, I can never get things right when I'm writing. It's always a rush or it's never very good. Yeah. Now, the more you say that to yourself, your, your unconscious mind is actually brilliant at following orders. So when you tell it, I'm not very good at this and I, I can never get things right, mm actually you're programming your mind to notice and d delete generalize and distort everything around you to pick up and and show you and support your story that you're not very good um so what i teach people to do is to become very conscious of their words now this is an okay. interesting thing to tell writers to do yeah but the more you tell yourself i am a good writer i am talented i am creative i'm able then bit by bit, your conscious mind is going, going, oh, this is a new program. We're going to look for all the, we're going to look for all the, the stories that support that. Mm. And what it does is you start to recatalogue everything that happens to you. So that kind of inner critic and the imposter syndrome, which is very, very normal, yeah. actually that then has less sway in your mind because this other story, this other possible truth of you being a brilliant, talented, capable, creative writer, which we all believe, you know, you do believe mm -hmm. that at some level. Otherwise you wouldn't write in the first place. Yeah. 
that that becomes a much more dominant story and a, a much more dominant force for you in your life, which so it becomes easier to achieve the things that you want to. Yeah. And I guess it's in some ways it's training yourself, isn't it? Right. To believe that you can do things and to tell yourself that you can do things. But I think there's a yeah, lot absolutely. of, especially in songwriting, which is kind of my background. I'm not an author. <laughs> I'm a songwriter. Um, a lot of my writing comes from places of um depression I know it sounds very pretentious but it comes Mm. from places of um hurt and upset um and sometimes happiness but it's a place of emotion and I think it's quite difficult to get the balance between telling yourself that you know you're great and you can write these songs and you can do all of that and then have the balance with well I can't write about that because then I'll come across very kind of I guess not big-headed that's the wrong word but it'll it kind of conflicts with the stories that you're trying to tell in your songs so that's so, quite a, a balance, right? I think it, it, it is a balance. And I think particularly from that, that artistic point of view, because mm. very often we grow as human beings because of the dark stuff we've been through. Yeah. So if you're not telling those stories, you can't share, you can't share with everybody else how to deal with those things and how to overcome those things. But I think consciously in terms of then promoting your work, you have to understand that one, you don't want to stay stuck in that story. Yeah. So you need to change your language when you're promoting yourself or when you're thinking about your work, that, that it, you are deserving to have had those feelings and therefore you're deserving to share those feelings, that those feelings and that story you tell in your song is really powerful and an important message. That, that it's, the, it's, the, it's the storytelling and the message telling part of it that is more important yeah. than the darkness in the story, yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah, and I think that's what I like about the way you tell your story is, um, so you say, oh, I was told I couldn't walk again and I went on that journey. You're focusing your narrative on the journey and where you got to now and sort of the moment on the red carpet you went, what, what am I doing here? But you're focusing yeah. your narrative on the, the journey as opposed to the dark, the place of kind of darkness, I guess we were calling it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, as human beings, we like to know that other people are the same as, as us, which yeah. is very often why people would be drawn to a song or drawn to a book or drawn to a story because we resonate with it on quite a powerful, deep level. But as a, as a, as a human being, you also don't want to stay stuck in that because that then does, say if you were writing a song that was very depressive in its yeah. content, you don't want to keep keeping yourself in that space, in that feeling, no. because that doesn't help you. Yeah, definitely. And it's kind of a process of, to me at least, I write a song to sort of get it out of my system almost so that I yes. can then sort of move on from it. So what yeah. was that like yeah, for you then, absolutely. kind of going through and sort of, I guess, reliving it in the writing process and sort of telling that journey? What was that like to actually kind of put that down into words? It was very peculiar. The, the strangest thing, actually, Alice, was when I was narrating the book, which for me was only a fortnight ago. The audiobook oh, version wow. doesn't come out till next week. And actually, particularly to be in this space that I'm in now, which... Mm was built because my wheel it was the only place my wheelchair would fit and we didn't know it was just a hope that I mm. would be able to make this a career at that point it was very peculiar saying those words and talking about the darkest moments of my life because I'm quite mm. open about how I felt about it yeah. but there was actually one story that I share in my book which is much much darker I was attacked by a gang of 20 girls when I was 16 oh and I talk quite graphically about what happened and um, and what that meant for me and my self-confidence and my self-belief and mm. how I then effectively chose to hide. And it was very, I actually live streamed a particular passage that I was reading because in many ways, I feel like that's the cornerstone of what I'm teaching people that mm. bad things can and do happen to you. Yeah. And, and that is part of the life experience but it's what you choose to do with it afterwards. 
And for me, I felt very locked in that story for a very, very long time. And it's only through some of the mindset work that I've done that I've been able to release it and see actually there's value for me now in having gone through that because I'm choosing to share it. Yeah. And I guess sharing that story with others will help them in some ways. And it's kind of similar to what you're saying before. It's kind of everyone likes to relate to the art that they're consuming be it a book be it a song it's yes. the kind of relating to it and maybe people can't relate to the, quite the extreme of the experience that mm. you've gone through which is yeah. a terrible experience no, but, but there will be there will be levels to which they've been hurt humiliated yeah. shamed um and and made decisions about themselves and their own abilities and who they are as a person as a result of those awful terrible moments yeah. and that what was my my experience is unique that experience of making a limiting decision is universal yeah and what I'm fascinated about is what I'm fascinated with is in getting people to uncover those limiting beliefs so that they're not hiding anymore yeah Uh, because how much more how much better would the world be if incredible writers and incredible song songwriters weren't locked in that fear of being judged for what they think and feel yeah I think because we would have we would just have so much more creativity in the world yeah. and that would make it a better place. Yeah, for sure. I think it's difficult to um to imagine what that would be like to a world where you're just happy to kind of release anything out there. I guess it's kind of a it's a scary thing when you're proud of something to launch it into the world, isn't it? Let alone yeah. something that you're I not. Mean, I cannot. <laughs> I was literally this week knowing how much of my personal story is in yeah. that book knowing how much it would help people but still that fear coming up of oh what if it's not good enough what if I've given away too much of myself yeah. but making such a that really thing to you, brave to tell that yeah story. a really brave courageous decision to get it out there which yeah. is what any any creativity any self-expression it really is an act of bravery so what was that like then so obviously it's gone to sort of it's a bestseller <laughs> which is amazing yeah. but kind of pressing that button sending it off that process of getting it out there how did you kind of build up the courage to do that (laughs) well I think by the time I I mean I kept telling my story on social media it's going out it's going to happen this week I'm going to press go it's going to happen so uh, and then the the sort of business element of it there's lots of there was all sorts of launch campaigns Mm. building up so there's no there's no way to escape or run from it (laughs) it was a question of doing it but I self-published which again was a deliberate strategy Mm. uh, rather than going with a publisher I wanted control over this yeah and I wanted actually to embrace not getting it 100% right so Mm -hmm. that I can learn and grow and share Uh, that's kind of my my general (laughs) motto (laughs) yeah and um I actually I was very emotional as I hit that button Mm -hmm. and I saw that it had been accepted and almost knowing that it couldn't go back and it's funny because it was on pre-order for the first few days yeah and it was only yesterday that people started to get their copies and to get the ebook into their kindles Mm -hmm. and that was kind of insane knowing that I've now got this big promotion Mm -hmm. happening but it's essentially telling my deep, deep, deep story. Yeah. And I can't now control who hears that. No. <laughs> so there's that kind of birthing of, because this is a, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a birthing process. Okay. <laughs> and I guess with the audiobook as well, like you reading it, I find audiobooks that are read by the authors so much more engaging, generally. I mean, I love audiobooks. Depends, depends what they're, whether they're good at narrating, yeah. I would say. <laughs> yeah, you are <laughs> the best person Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, for like, a fiction I don't think it matters so much but when it's autobiographical I think yeah I, I, yeah. I it's great I've listened to audiobooks by like comedians and 
yeah. people who've written about themselves and it's just so I find it a lot well they know engaging. they know yeah. the intention the intonation that they had in their head when they put the words on the yeah. paper which doesn't always carry so yeah I'm really yeah. excited about that coming out <laughs> yeah I'm excited to listen to it I think I'll listen to it listen to it yeah. as opposed to read it it's always yeah I enjoy things like that a lot more um you chose to go down the route of self-publication yeah. um because of the control kind of what was the process yeah. of that like what <laughs> slightly mental yeah I can imagine so, um I've been working with an editor who has she has ghost written a lot of books okay and pu- self-published a lot of books but only on ebook and she right. knows that she wanted to develop and she'd done a fantastic job in editing and copy editing and all sorts of levels of editing for my book and she wanted to learn the formatting for Mm. paperbacks as well so we you know it was a learning process for her and I and we haven't got it a hundred percent correct um and but I'm still happy with it as my first edition I now know having one you know become a bestseller and various other things there's going to be a second edition yeah um and it's it's just working out when that how quickly that will happen yeah but I so, uh, you know, I'm very heavily into the, in the entrepreneurial space. I'm, I'm yeah. a businesswoman. And although my content is self-help, actually, it's a business for me. And mm. it, uh, I can only reach more people if I monetize everything that I do. Yeah. So for me, I knew that I wanted to get the book out as quickly as possible. It had already taken me way longer to write it than I'd wanted. And I knew that if I did go to a publisher, that I didn't, although I have, I guess across the board, I have about somewhere between 10 and 12,000 followers, but that wouldn't necessarily be enough for an entrepreneurial business book because it is business and mindset. Wouldn't necessarily be heavyweight enough in numbers for an an external publisher to say, yes, that's going to be of merit. Mm. But publishing myself, I knew that I could gather the momentum through my my followers. Uh, And I think as well, I want to be able to pick and choose what it looks like, what the cover looks like, what's inside the book. And if I hand that over to somebody else, it would potentially have been delayed by a, another two years. And I didn't want that. Yeah, you wanted to get so your my, story my, out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I knew that self-publishing, I do a lot of motivational speaking and public speaking. And I knew that I needed my book in order to get more work. So mm. why would I wait? Yeah. And, you know, with, with KDP... Is that what you say? Kindle Direct Publishing. Yeah. You can manage that whole system yourself. And actually, I know a lot of a lot of heavyweight entrepreneurial and business authors who now choose to self-publish. Yeah. And I guess that's the power of having things online is you can now do that. You can kind of take that into your own. You have yeah. the control over it. Like you say, you can choose when it goes out. You can choose the cover. You can choose kind of everything yes. about it. Yeah. And that's an amazing, amazing position to be in. Yeah. And for me, of course, as well, because I've been in the self-publishing industry for audiobooks as well for a long time on the other side, just doing the narrating. Yeah. I, I, I had an understanding of the process anyway. I wasn't coming to it completely blind. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, rather than getting a bulk advance from a publisher, I'd much rather get a cut of everything that's sold because that's going to motivate me to promote my book. Yeah, it'll keep it going and keep it coming off the shelves as yeah. opposed to kind of like... Yeah been a great hit for six months and then no one mentions it again yeah yeah that's amazing though awesome so the question that I ask people at the end of every single episode um and it tests whether or not people have heard it before as well (laughs) is I would like you to write for this podcast a jingle or a tagline or a story Wow. Yeah, the little right silence now. there, like a, oh. <laughs> I'm thinking about my, yeah. my, well, my own tagline. My own tagline is anything's possible when you choose to get visible. 
So I guess That's a for great this podcast, tagline. yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Anything's possible when you choose to get visible. So speak up, be seen, be heard and be remembered. And for me, words are a really important part of that. That's amazing. That's that's a great motivational thing to cut out and show at the beginning of this. <laughs> that's great. There we go. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, and have you got any upcoming projects? Obviously, you've got the book and you've got the audio book coming out. Buy the book. Get the, the book. book. Listen to the book. Buy the book. Read the book. Share the book. That's my top tip. That's it's called Get tip. Visible. And it's on Amazon across all of the platforms. Uh, currently number one bestseller in 12 different categories. That's so, um, yeah, I just, it's insane. The whole, the whole week is totally insane. <laughs> and happy birthday. <laughs> as well <laughs> thank, you. thank you next time on in our own words the birth of the internet was very very helpful to me i mean if you live on an island and it you know there's no kind of culture of why or there wasn't whenever i was first started to write why in northern ireland it, you know it's really difficult then to know what's going on or there's no scene and um you know you don't know anybody else who's doing it